For over 45 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green will give you the kind of person-to-person help and attention that mass-market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Welcome listeners to The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I alternate the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro, and we try to bring you a wide variety of really good information all about you and your health. Now, the show is streamed through myvillagegreen.com. That's myvillagegreen.com. And this is a reminder that Village Green is your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. You can get expert advice on supplements, and they do carry a superior line of supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. Now, we're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. And please join Dr. Kevin Passero next week for a lively discussion on nutrition. Now, our guest today is Caroline Blazowski, and she is America's healthy home expert. And our question today is, are chemicals and toxins in my home making me sick? Now, I want to tell you a little bit about Caroline. And we call her a national healthy home expert. She has over 16 years of experience working with the public and physicians to create healthy living spaces and improve wellness. Her certifications and education include knowledge of mold, indoor air quality, chemicals in the home, green building, healthy homes, and allergies. Now, she was featured in the AARP this year as a leading health and safety expert. She is a public educator in the media, radio, television, and print. And she is also president of My Healthy Home, a green company that offers testing services, products, and consultations for homes throughout the U.S. Welcome to the show, Caroline. Oh, thanks for having me. Happy New Year, Dana. And Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year to our listeners. Uh, this is a favorite subject of mine. When I first uh, moved into alternative medicine, the first practice was devoted to chemical sensitivities. And this was a long time ago. It was not recognized. So we're talking about the 70s when green buildings were just coming in as almost a discussion. So it's exciting to me that we've made a lot of progress, but not enough. So I'll let you carry on that discussion, Caroline. Well, I think that's actually a great point is that we really have come a long way. And now that the testing that we're doing we're recognizing that our home environments play a huge portion in our wellness. And my philosophy has been for 17 years that I think there's even a bigger piece that we don't even understand based on environment, behaviors, things that we do. Now, and public, I would say, to your point, that we have better expertise, we have better testing, when we thought things were safe, we had no reliable tests that told us they were safe. And uh, so in, uh, I'm sort of making an excuse for the fact 
that we are slow to recognize the dangers in the chemicals. So uh, tell us even more. Well, I think the important thing to realize, too, is that public health tells us that 90% of our determinants of health, so what's going to determine how healthy we are, are really based on things like genetics, socioeconomic factors, environment, and behavior. So 90% of what determines how healthy you're going to be as an individual really has nothing to do with health care. 10% of what we do according to public health studies, is really about our health care, what we do, going to the doctor, physicians, et cetera. So when I look at that information, I say, wow, we really need to start focusing more on our environments, our behaviors. Are you smoking? Are you educated? Where do you live? What's your environment? Do you have mold? Those are the things that are really going to help improve wellness, and that's been my goal for 17 years. And now this year in particular, I've got some you know, personal goals uh, as far as public education that I want to get out there as far as messages that we really need to start looking at our homes, what we're doing you know, to improve wellness. Well, I'm interested in how you moved into this arena. Can you give us a little background on well, that? Well, I, I had allergies, just like a lot of people do, and, you know, this is going back 20 years, and I just went to the doctor, and I felt that there weren't really a lot of answers for people who had any type of allergy or, I mean, whether it's, you know, you're allergic to perfumes or you're allergic to cats or dogs, there really isn't a lot of, you know, when you go to a physician, they're going to give you a pill and say, okay, well here, take this medication, but there wasn't a solution. So then that's how I got into studying and then going back and then doing testing and learning about mold was the first thing that I learned about years ago. I mean, you know, I was preaching mold when nobody knew what mold was. So that was, you know, over almost 20 years ago saying that I thought that it could contribute to people not feeling well. So, you know, it proceeded from that. And I just, I have a love for it and a passion and I really love helping people. And, and it just, proceeded itself and it kept snowballing into more and more and more and more and 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 here i am now you know 20 years later well that's wonderful and uh, america's better off for it caroline so you mentioned mold let's talk about that because i think most people are aware that some molds are much more dangerous than others right so i like to kind of give a little science behind molds just so people understand them and i put it into easy terms right so Molds can do three things. One is you see that fuzzy growth that you'll see on a piece of fruit or you'll see it growing on your shower, that spore, that fuzzy material that people see. That spore contains what we call a protein called the beta-glucan. Those proteins can contribute to inflammation in the body. So the mold has the ability, one, to have this protein that some people in the population are allergic to. The other thing that these molds do is they sit there and grow fuzzy on your fruit or grow fuzzy in your shower is that they produce breath, sort of like how we breathe out. So they are producing a volatile organic into the air, or VOC. We often associate those with chemicals or paints and things like that, but molds also produce a VOC. So they breathe out this sort of, I call it smoking cigarettes in your bathroom. The third thing that they do is that if you have the toxic mold that we hear about, they can also produce a mycotoxin. So molds, because of the way that they operate and because of their abilities, when they're outside, they're great, they're deteriorating organic material, they're working to help break things down, they're very important to the environment. But when they come inside, they've got these magical properties that when, you know, you've got a lot of growth in your home can really make you not feel well for many reasons. Well, that's well described. And uh, let's go into the mycotoxins. And can one tell by looking at a mold that it is a dangerous mold. How 
how do we know which no. molds are a problem? Exactly. Well, that's and that's why I'm very I'm very evidence based medicine science. So when I got into this business, I wanted to know exactly like if someone was not feeling well in their home. I didn't want to assume it was mold, right, or assume it was VOC. I wanted to know for a fact, and that's why testing becomes so important. Um, there's different ways to test. You can test air with air samples, or you could test with a tape lift. So if you saw mold, like a species growing, you could actually take a tape lift. But it's very important to test to know what kind of mold you have, is a toxic mold, what are the levels, and what areas of the home are affected. And homeowners now can do this, you know, obviously with a home inspector, you can go to, there's a website called acac.org that lists certified mold inspectors and air quality professionals. You type in your zip code, you can find someone in your area. That's very important to find someone who's certified. Um, You can use your own inspector if you choose to do that. There's also a test kit out called the Examiner, which is E-X-A-M-I-N-A-I-R.net. That's air pump testing. Just like a professional would do, you take three samples in your home, one sample outside your home, and you send that to a lab. So there's a lot of resources now that you can use. There's, you know, physicians who are doing testing as well. So it's very important if you're going to buy a home, you're going to be investing in a new property, you want to make sure you test your home prior to living in it. And if you are living in a home, then you want to test it every three to five years to just make sure you stay on top of how much mold you have and if there's a problem you can't see. And that's important that just because you've tested and treated at one point doesn't mean it will stay that way. A little bit like going to the dental office. Just because they've handled a a, a cavity and you've had a restoration doesn't mean you won't get another one. Exactly. And unfortunately, in homes, when we look at problems that go wrong, typically you're going to have a water leak at some juncture, whether a roof leak or a pipe leak. These are the most frequent things that occur as a homeowner or if you're maintaining a home. So that's why it's important to stay on top of them. And a lot of the moisture problems that you'll have, you you can't see them all the time. They're under bathtubs as showers and kitchens and toilets age. You will have water damage that just occurs from natural use. So that's why it's important if you have a bathroom or a kitchen, my window is don't really go over 25 years. If you've had a new, your kitchen and your bathrooms and they're about 25 years old, that's when you start to really think about doing a remodel and updating things because just time and you know, sweating and showers and leaking and water sources just will grow mold just because that's just the process. And those are the uh, sections of the house and the laundry room that are most mm-hmm. exposed. Exactly. And you know, I mean, after I've seen so many homes, you know, in over the years, and as we take tubs out, right, under the tub you, from condensating when the tub gets hot with water and then the area around the tub is cool or vice versa, these tubs and toilets sweat, and that just produces mold over time. So when I go digging around in homes, really, no matter how perfect the home is, there is going to be a majority of mold just because of those conditions. We bring water sources in. That's what happens. But it's when those molds get out of the normal range, and this is why you want to test, or they start to accumulate at a faster rate, or you have a lot of water damage in the home, or a lot of leaks and flooding in a, in a moldy basement, whatever, that's when things start to get unhealthy. So you really need to start evaluating that every three to five years to know where you are. 
Well, you really have started this conversation so well and so elegantly, and we're going to carry this on in the next segment. And for those of you who have just tuned in, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour. Please stay with us. We'll be right back after this break with more interesting information from Caroline Blazowski. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food, from farm to tablet. Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of Fit Food, a delicious, high-quality, functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of Fit Food contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand-sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber-immune-supporting oat beta-glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and M. CTs. Fit Food provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet committed to pure and great tasting omega oils. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's Neuro Optimizer comes to the rescue. Neuro Optimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. Neuro Optimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. Neuro Optimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Are you under a lot of stress at work? Pressure from the boss, budget cuts, impossible workloads? It can all take a serious toll on your health, but we can help. Village Green Apothecary has everything you need for a healthier lifestyle. A wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for 45 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. The show is brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. And I'm Dana Lake, alternating the show with Dr. Kevin Pissarro, trying to bring you a lot of really good information. And I want to remind you that Village Green is a great resource for questions about your health, and they do carry a superior line of supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. I wanted to also remind you that Village Green's nutrition advisors have an exciting new tool to use, and it's called Natural Medicine's Comprehensive Database, and it's considered the most authoritative resource available. 
It provides unbiased scientific information on dietary supplements, natural medicines, and complementary alternative and integrative therapies. So this is a terrific resource. They are always adding uh, to their services and what they offer, and this is very exciting. Now, we're here every Sunday morning. You can tune in next Sunday to hear Dr. Kevin Pissarro's interview and a lively discussion. And our guest today is Caroline Blazowski, America's healthy home expert. And our question today is, are chemicals and toxins in my home making me sick? Now, if, you ha- if you've just tuned in, in our first segment, we began the discussion with mold and how mold can accumulate. And I think it's very common for most people who have lived in either a condo, apartment, a home, to have experienced leaks. And the water leaks can be a real problem from ice makers, from water heaters, from dishwashers. From washing machines, there are many sources of water that can create a problem. Caroline, fill us in on how dangerous they can be and how we don't always know they're there. Well, during the break, we were discussing ice makers, and I had a problem in my own home where, you know, in the back where the ice maker connects, you have some copper tubing that runs into the refrigerator that's a constant water source to provide water for the ice maker. And these things can just develop minor drips, leaks, and they're behind items that you typically don't move. Your refrigerator is this huge, heavy thing that a lot of people, we just don't clean behind it. And then you start to get these minor leaks that leak down in the wall, and you can end up having mold. So, and this is common with, like you said, dishwashers, sinks, appliances. And that's why it's really important if you're testing, and especially if you're doing some air testing, you'll start to notice these levels. If you are having a problem, they'd be elevated in your test. And you could say, okay, now I've got to start looking around for a source. So it is really important to test every three to five years to stay on top of these things because, unfortunately, they're just so common. When we bring water sources into a home, this is the stuff that we have to sort of deal with. Um, the other thing I was going to recommend, too, is that cu- customers, when you're looking at your homeowner's policies, you can put what's called a mold rider on your policy, and that basically gives you extra coverage if you were to have a mold incident. And basically, because of these water sources, we know that we are going to typically, within a 10-year period, have some sort of water intrusion into the home, whether it's from the storms, we've got you know issues with global warming, with the, the weather climate, everything's changing, the weather patterns, the influx of temperature is causing us to have high relative humidity in the homes. All of these things, it can really help you to put a rider on your policy it basically works out to be, I think it was a couple dollars, I think it was about $30 a year. I mean, it was nothing tremendous for $10,000 of extra protection. And I really advise people to do it. Look at your policies. Make sure you do have some sort of mold protection in your policy. Excellent. And that's something I don't think we think of when we're uh, getting our policy or we've got a new home. We're not thinking ahead. So let's talk about uh, how people are exposed to pollutants even when they shower, and is that worse, when they drink the water, and cold versus hot showers, which can be more toxic. And we also want to talk about what we can do about all of this. Well, what's interesting about water is, and that's one of the agendas that I'm really pushing for the new year, you know, every every sort of year I kind of say, okay, what do I want to educate the public about and what do I want my clients to know? And water has become a really big issue. We've heard about Flint, Michigan, We know that the water that you get at your tap, whether you have a well or you have city water or public water, 
is not exactly what you get where it leaves the location you're getting it from. So it's really important that you test your water every three to five years as well. So when you're testing for these things, like each year, just do one thing for your home. You don't have to, you know, stress out about it. But if, you know, you're in a three to five year period, one year do water, one year do mold, one year do radon, one year do dander, allergens, dust mites. So you're constantly making sure that your home is a healthy place. Um, But when it comes to water particularly, and and I just did my water recently, it's coming in direct contact with your skin. You know, we always say, oh, I don't drink the water, I drink bottled water, but unfortunately you shower in it every day. The studies have shown us and physicians have talked to me about a 30-second period or window where when you come in contact with a chemical, whether it's, you know, on your skin, a lotion, your water, whatever you're using, it literally takes about 30 seconds for it to absorb into the bloodstream, even faster, um, a lot of physicians recommend. So, it's important to know what you're putting on your body and, you know, where your water's coming from. Uh, my advice has always been, if you can't eat it, don't put it on your skin. Right. And so uh, we look at the natural oils, using the natural ones uh, as a good source for uh, skin uh, skincare. Uh, what else can people do with regard to the types of filters for water, um, home, uh, whole house filters versus in-the-location filters? Can you fill us in? Well, first, I want to push that you should be testing your water, and the reason you want to do this is because you want to know what specifically is your problem. Because just like there are air purifiers, there are different purification systems for different problems. So if you have... Um, let's just say you want to remove chlorination, the solution for it would be different. If you want to remove arsenic from your water, the solution would be different. If you want to remove um, bacteria, solution would be different. So you need to know what your baseline water is. And I'd like to share a story with the listeners because I, I like to share my own experiences too. I'd purchased a house about five years ago, and what was interesting, when I moved in, uh, the nitrates were elevated. They were below standard. So, you know, we have standards in the country that basically says the water is okay, but they were higher than what, what I would deem to be acceptable. So um, I was concerned about nitrates, and nitrates in the water come typically from a lot of fertile, fertilizing, um, you know, when people are doing a lot of lawn treatment, and the homeowner prior to us purchasing the home had done that. So we stopped using fertilizer. Obviously, I'm very organic, so we stopped using fertilizer, pesticides, all that stuff on the lawn was never used. And we went back to test the water five years later, and those nitrates have dropped almost 2,000 parts per million. Wow. Or two, or two, parts, you know, two parts per million. So what's interesting is that what we do and how we operate and what we use on our lawn care and everything else that we're using in our environment really can impact our own water. So it's important for people to think Like you said, if you can't eat it, do you really want to put it on your lawn? Do you really want to put it on your body? It's the same principle. And you can really make impacts in your overall wellness just by reducing these things. So, Yeah, it's very important. Uh, I've been in my house 45 years, and pesticides had been used before I moved in. I don't use them. Uh, Weeds are green. Right. So I I have found a way uh, to do it, and I'm confident that if I did a core sample, and I have not done that uh, recently, there's still pesticides in the ground. And the pesticide companies have no basis for saying that if applied as recommended, the product is safe. They have no basis for that. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Um, the other question I was going to ask you is, do you have a well or do you have public water? Where public you're water. Okay. 
So, um, well, I mean, I, I've, I think we've talked about the, um, as far as what you're putting on, it definitely affects it, right? So look at my situation. The night, just from a five-year period, the nitrates significantly went down without fertilizer. So we know that these things impact us. We know that the warning labels um, that are on these pesticides are very vague. I mean, nationally, what we what we're allowed to do with pesticides and how we utilize them is not very strict or stringent. Um, and we talked about the Tacoma Park, which was interesting how they put the ban on residential use of pesticide, um, which I think is phenomenal, which is down in your area. Yes, it is. And I would love to have that implemented up here in New Jersey as well. And I was thinking actually about going to some meetings to try to get something similar put into place. Cause I think residential people, should not be using these products. And they just had an incident, I don't know if you heard about it, in Texas where five people are now dead. It was a family, and they used the rat. Um, it was a rat poison that they put under their home to try to deter the rats. And then what happened was when the rats, um, the smell was irritating the family, and the homeowner went to try to use water on it, and it created the gas, which basically killed the family. Um, so it, it just happened, like within the last two days it was in the news. So pesticides and residential use, to me, it should be used under supervision. It should be used with strict guidelines, and residential homeowners should just not be able to get it from a friend and then use it on a property, and then you have all this consequence that comes with it. So I'd like to see that controlled a lot more like, like in Tacoma County. Wow. Yes, it, Tacoma Park is uh, well known for being a very uh, safe green community and even restaurants that set up in there are very conscientious. They, I can tell you that Tacoma Park and Garrett Park, which is the general neighborhood I live in, they're very particular about being green, being safe, being healthy. But I will say in Maryland, Tacoma Park leads leads the way. It's, it's amazing. And I'd actually, um, I'm back in uh, the University of Southern California doing uh, graduate research. And so one of the papers that I wrote this semester was about um, your county and how phenomenal. And I think that that is such a leading example of what we need to do, especially with regards to residential use. I mean, it's just, we, we, I don't think that there's any argument on the other side of it. I think that we should really be limiting the amount of residential pesticide and fertilizer that's used. Good to know. And I would like to say that Garrett Park near my community was the first community in the United States to go nuclear free. Now, it's a very small area and some people got a chuckle out of it, but uh, it's it's been very interesting, and we're very proud of that. So for those of you who have just tuned in, you're with The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour, and we're brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Please stay with us. We'll be back after this break with more interesting information from Caroline Blazowski. And our question is, are chemicals and toxins in my home making me sick? Solgar number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within 7 days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar number no. 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within 7 days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar number no. 7 says yes. Solgar number no. 7 
7. Available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life. Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't handle? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula for you, or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. We invite you to talk with one of our compounding specialists today. Our team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths offering customized products and personalized healthy living plans to ensure your well-being. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognisure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognisure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognisure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognisure. Remember Cognisure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorn Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorn's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, alternating the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro, and we're here every Sunday morning at 10 AM. Don't forget to join Kevin next Sunday for his discussion on nutrition and health. Now, our guest today is Caroline Blazowski, America's healthy home expert. And our question today is, are chemicals and toxins in my home making me sick? And we've been covering mold and pesticide use. And uh, Caroline uh, did a, a long report. I don't know if it was a thesis, Caroline. Talk a little bit about that report on Tacoma Park, our local, uh, our local community. Well, as we discussed prior to the break, um, I've, I'm doing graduate re- research at the University of Southern California, and um, it was interesting because I modeled one of the papers that I had to write for the semester based on Tacoma Park and basically proposing that we use that model nationally to help reduce residential pesticides and then also some sort of um, excise tax possibly onto pesticide companies to help reduce health care costs because what we're finding is that a lot of this pesticide exposure actually costs us a lot in health care. And then we are, as a country, spending more on health care than any other nation in the world, and we need to reduce health care costs. So my concern is, look, why don't we take these things that we know are contributing to our health care, sending people to the ER, causing people to be sick, um, increasing uh, mortality rates, 
and try to reduce them or, or put a tax on them so we can help reduce health care nationally. So that was one of the papers that I wrote. And I, I just found it interesting that it was your town. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, let's talk about filtration for the home and what you recommend. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about hidden invaders. Hidden invaders are what I call the things in our home that we can't see. So on a microscopic level, we're exposed to a lot of different things in our home that are just not visible by the eye. So I can walk into a home and say, oh, this home looks beautiful, looks clean, but underneath it all, when we get to the level that we can't see, the home is really toxic. So what are some of the things that we can look at or should be looking at that may be contributing to wellness problems? And the issue is, look, if you're going to your physician and you've got chronic conditions, whether that's headaches, sinusitis, um, achy joints, maybe you have digestion problems, whatever it is, talk to your physician about looking at your home environment, especially if you're not getting any answers back, all your tests come back, blood work is good. What could be contributing to chronic inflammation in the home that may be causing some of your So we try to get homeowners to, one, talk to their physicians, but then, of course, there's physicians across the country now that are working with us um, to help this model. Well, that's that's fascinating, and I'm glad to hear that physicians are on board trying to get to the source of of their patients' problems. Absolutely, and I think it's a growing industry. More and more doctors are coming to us and sending their patients to us and saying, look, look at the home environment, see what they're exposed to, and we're sending the results over to the physicians. And you need to get a bigger picture of your client, right? So when someone comes into your office, they may not necessarily tell you that, they don't clean well, or maybe they're smoking cigarettes, or maybe they have pets. They're just not things that are really discussed in a 15-minute, you know, quick office visit with your doctor. But these are important pieces to why people don't feel well, and we know that they play into our determinants of health. So what our job is to do and what my company does is that we assess environments to find out what's going on there and could these things be impacting your wellness. And usually they are. I mean, when we see a lot of people who are chronically sick, unfortunately, we do see a lot of people who are living in environments that have multiple facets of things that aren't well or that, you know, it's, our bodies are pretty resilient. They can deal with a lot, but it's when you get like trifectas of things going on. So maybe you have mold and you have high decimates and you have lots of pets, then you'll start to see people who definitely do have more chronic illness or have complaints, health complaints. Well, um, Excellent. And are there certain types of filters or filtration systems for the air that are preferred? Well, the, again, so we'll go back to the, the issues, the, the hidden invaders. So every solution is sort of different. So the things that I like people to focus on are finding out scientifically based what's going on in your home. The five things that I usually want to look for are, you know, what's your level of dust mites? That's the first thing. The second thing would be, do you have mold? what types of molds you have. The third thing would be your VOCs and gases, and those are things that come off of personal care products. Um, Personal care products, automobiles, chemicals from cleaners, those are your VOCs. Then we want to look at carbon monoxide and then formaldehyde. Those are the, the big five that I like to look at in somebody's home to say, okay, how much are you exposed to? And that formaldehyde has been a significant problem And I'm thinking of carpets, uh, I'm thinking of certain types of furniture. Fill us in on those. Well, formaldehyde has become a problem because of how we build in the United States. We tend to have a lot of products now 
um, that we were adding formaldehyde to. Wood products also naturally contain formaldehyde. So it's a naturally occurring element, but then also it's added to things. So because of all this, it has become that when you're living in somewhere in the United States, you're going to be exposed to a lot of formaldehyde based on the building that we do. But after that recent floor scare that you heard about in the media where we're talking about the flooring um, not saying it didn't have formaldehyde, then having formaldehyde and having unacceptable levels, now we're more cognizant about it. Formaldehyde is a probable carcinogen, according to the EPA. It's been on the list at the presidential cancer report of knowing that too much formaldehyde definitely can contribute to cancer. So it's really important to monitor this level. And over the last few years, I've been very uh, cognizant about getting my clients to, to see what their formaldehyde level is, especially, you know, you're moving into a new home, you've done renovation, any kind of remodeling, that all can raise the formaldehyde level. Also, personal care products. Many of the products that you use every day from, you know, hair straighteners to even um, aloe vera, basic things can have formaldehyde or derivatives of this chemical disguised under various terms in the 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 ingredients list. So you really need to start looking at the products you're using, just not only on your skin, hair, et cetera, but in your in the building process in your home to monitor this and make sure that you're not being overexposed because it is a carcinogen. Yes, and it seems like new homes tend to be the most problematic unless the owner has taken the steps to make that home as green as possible. Right, and over the last... I'll give it a window, like 10 to 15 years, the amount of different products, you know, from we've gone a lot to the engineered boards, engineered flooring, the OSB board. We've come away from, if you if you buy a house now and, and you look at how they're being built, they're using a lot more of these, what I call processed products. It's just sort of the same thing like processed food, right? So, um, and when you do that, you're adding more glues, more resins, more more formaldehyde, and those have increased the levels. And then, of course, now we're building a lot with vinyl siding, which seals up the building envelope, makes it tighter. You're putting a plastic over it versus a, a breathable product like a wood. Now you've got this cocktail of a lot of toxins in a home. And there are ways to bake out the toxins. We just recently did a bake-out in California where the homeowner purchased the home and the, and the volatile organics, all these chemicals that the new home was built with, were up in the thousands, like we're talking 5,000, 6,000 volatiles, where a normal house I'd like to see under 1,000. So this was a brand-new house with nothing in it, and these levels were exceedingly high. So we hired a company in California to come in and bake out. They actually heat the temperature to 140 degrees to bake out these toxins, and gradually over the weeks as we were doing this process, we saw the VOCs actually drop. We were measuring them every few weeks to see what the levels were. And sure enough, the home has become much more tolerable and much more livable for a family to move into than, you know, originally it was. You know, you're reminding me of something that goes back 30 years uh when I went into alternative medicine and we tried to have an office that was clean, uh, one of the rooms had tile everywhere on the floor, on the walls, and the ceiling to make it as clean as possible. Uh, and we were subject to a lot of the problems that you are talking about because we weren't responsible for the building of that building and we would bake it. We, we would bake the office. And the other thing we did, and I don't know if you know the answer to this question, at the time, one of the recommendations for getting rid of formaldehyde was to put containers of ammonia in every single room overnight. 
And that's what I would do. I would put them in every room, leave it overnight. By the next morning, you couldn't smell the ammonia. And I don't know. We didn't have a measure for formaldehyde then. But I could detect myself the formaldehyde odor. And I'm not sure what it was coming from, what outgassing it was coming from. But it worked. The other thing we did, because there weren't non-toxic paints, they started to come along, is put vanilla, real vanilla, in the paint. (laughs) And it did not outgas. You could not tell that room was painted by the next day. That's fascinating. I wonder why the vanilla, was it the alcohol in the vanilla? You know, uh, somebody said, you're just masking it. I said, we're not. There's no smell. There's no vanilla smell. And there were paint companies that wouldn't do it. And I said, I'll sign a release. I want you to add the vanilla. That's interesting. <laughs> and I carried around these large bottles of vanilla. And I know it worked because I forgot. We had one little room and we hadn't painted it. I forgot to put the vanilla in. I didn't remember that. And everybody was complaining for a couple months. That room isn't safe. That room smells. And then I went back and realized I had not added the vanilla. (laughs) So it wasn't masking. I do not know chemically how it worked. And there were lots of recommendations that we did that we didn't understand. I would, uh, when the non-toxic paints came out, I would purchase them and paint different uh, a, a piece of wood and i would have our chemically sensitive people come in and say which one was best the vanilla was the best isn't it ama- it's it's amazing but back then you know when we didn't have the science these were the things that you did to sort of you know trial and error right it was the old time Let, let's try this and we'll see what works and that's what and there probably is some science behind it whether it's the alcohol and the and, i mean there's alcohol i would assume in them it, it didn't work with artificial vanilla. It right, had to be real. real vanilla. And I bought them in the <laughs> biggest bottles you can imagine. Um, and I even, in the non-toxic paints, will dump the vanilla. Well, the interesting thing, too, is now they've changed the compounds, right? So this is where people, green, and I preach this all the time, I want healthy just because something's green doesn't make it healthy. So, for example, if you have citrus or you have pine or you have lavender, yes. all of those things produce volatile organics. Yes. So if you inundate yourself with essential oils more than 15 minutes a day, it becomes toxic or stressful to your lungs. So what people have to realize is just because something's green does not make it okay. What we want to do is look at what's healthy. What is the healthy level that you can tolerate in your body, whether it's a synthetic thing or it's a non-synthetic thing? And a lot of times people, you know, misjudge it and they'll say, well, this is green. I can use the citrus product all I want. And then when I test their indoor air quality, their volatile organics are off the charts. And it's strictly because of D-limonene, which is a citrus-based VOC. That is such, that point is well taken. And uh, I'm glad to end this segment on that because it'll be a spinoff. We have more to talk about in the final segment. For those of you who have just tuned in, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this break. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. 
Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Bridging the gap between nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals. That's the concept behind Zymogen's new exclusive and patented line of formulations, which utilize sophisticated delivery technologies to focus on specific molecular targets. The Zymogen EP line features Immunitix 3.6, a potent ingredient that has demonstrated a measurable ability to prime and enhance immune cell function. Applications include immune system support and support Support for white blood cell recovery following radiation therapy and other bone marrow affecting treatments. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. For over 10 years, Nordic Naturals has been the world leader in crafting omega-3 fish oils that are great for the body and for the planet. They work one-on-one with researchers and select fishermen to harvest only those fish species that are flourishing. With Nordic Naturals, you get all the benefits of omega-3, a strong heart, clear eyes, and flexible joints, plus the reassurance that their products are environmentally friendly. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals. Committed to the planet. Committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. Did you get enough lutein today to support eye health? Most Americans consume only 2 milligrams per day, yet populations with good eye health often consume 6 to 20 milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging. Vision Optimizer from Gero Formula supplies lutein, zeaxanthin, and 13 other vitamins, phytonutrients, and herbs that support eye health and function, reduce eye fatigue, and promote eye comfort. For more information, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't handle? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula for you, or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. We invite you to talk with one of our compounding specialists today. Our team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths offering customized products and personalized healthy living plans to ensure your well-being. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301 0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to today's final segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, alternating the show with Dr. Kevin Pissarro. We're here every Sunday morning at 10 AM. Please remember to tune in next Sunday for Dr. Kevin Pissarro's discussion on nutrition and health. Now, our guest today has been Caroline Blazowski, America's healthy home expert, and our question has been, are chemicals and toxins in my home making me sick? We've talked about testing, how important that is. We've talked about molds and formaldehyde, and uh, we've also hit on the VOCs, volatile organics that come from natural sources and artificial carbon monoxide and formaldehyde. So let's let's carry on that conversation, please. Well, I think we are talking about the green, you know, what's green and does that make it healthy? And consumers have to be very conscious about what they're purchasing. Just because something says it's green does not mean it's okay. Natural things produce volatile organics just like unnatural things. So if you're using a lot of citrus in the home, you're using essential oils, um, lavender, oregano, all of these things, pinene, which is pine, all of these things produce VOCs, and too much of it 
creates poor indoor air quality. So you and I had this discussion off the break about essential oils, and you need to really be cognizant of not using too much. About 15 minutes a day is what the studies are showing is acceptable. Other than that, it starts to become an irritant to your lungs. That's fascinating, and I'm glad you're emphasizing that. Um, And a diffuser does a diffuser, as opposed to, to taking one of the essential oils and putting it right up to your nose, does a diffuser make a difference in being diluted by the air? Um, I would think maybe a little, but overall when we see, when I work with clients who have essential oils and they, they store the bottles, that's where it becomes a problem because a bottle, you think it's closed, you think it's not, it's sealed. It's the same thing with your personal care products, oils, lotions, perfumes. Whatever you're storing in that house, those bottles are not sealed. It's the same with a paint can. Once a paint can is opened, even though you seal the top back on, they leach volatile organic. So if you're storing all these things, it's in the air, and then it increases your VOCs. So you really want to be cognizant about what you're storing. Try not to be clutter bugs and store all these 10 different shampoos and 10 different conditioners and 10 different hair dye and t- because unfortunately those add to your volatile organic load in the house and actually really do compromise your indoor air quality. So just be vigilant about what you're bringing in and realize that all those things are outgassing even though they're in a closed bottle. Now I've also with regard to the home and sealing it, I have never done that. I keep a window open almost every day throughout the year. Um, I had a carbon monoxide leak in my furnace years ago, and what saved us was open windows. Excellent. Yes, ventilation is key to all these issues, especially VOCs, right? So you need to have some sort of air exchange. Now we're looking at ventilation systems that you can put on that are mechanical ventilation that are bringing fresh air in, positive pressure into the home, and then exchanging you know, the, the, the negative air out. Those are all important. And cracking a window, I do the same thing. I always want to keep a window cracked, allow that air in, especially, you know, if you're using a lot of things in the home or you have a lot of company, the more people you have, the more we breathe out air, expel air, and that also decreases the quality of our indoor air. So you want to make sure you do, especially if you have company, always crack a window. Good advice. Good advice. You know, we've got so many good clinical pearls from you, and I love this because we like our listeners to go away from the program saying, I can do that. I can crack a window. I can do that right now. And you there's know. simple things that you can do. I mean, that's what I, I think I like about my business so much is that it's not all about testing and doing those things. It's about just changing our lifestyles to improve wellness, and that's the goal. So when I say 90% of what your health is determined by are things that you're doing, your behavior, how you live your life, your environment, that's what's going to really make you healthy. So these changes can really impact you more than you could ever recognize. Well, that's excellent. And what about the lighting, the fluorescent, incandescent, and LEDs? Right. So what we talked about is that When you're choosing lighting, a lot of these light bulbs are not a problem when they're not broken. But if any of these lights were to become broken, there are toxic elements that make up light lights or lighting that could contribute to you having health effects or staying in the home. Things like mercury. We talked about the fluorescence. If you break one in the home, it can be dangerous because of the mercury. So what I like to do is say to people, look, if you have children or you've got anybody, you know, under the age of, let's say, 15, you know, people clowning around in the house or you even drop a light, you've got to be really, you know, careful about what you're choosing. And and what you and I discussed is we think the incandescent or the LED are better choices at this point, maybe even more so the the LED. Well, mainly because they're hard to break. You need a hammer. 
uh, they're they're coated, and I I personally like them. Uh, the incandescents, I, I still have some of those. The fluorescents, we've known that that mercury is dangerous, and even on the light bulb itself, it says you must dispose of it in a toxic uh, through a toxic uh, disposal service, and it can't go in the trash can. No one pays attention, and it's listed as green because it, it's energy efficient. It, it's energy efficient. It has. It drives me crazy that we're we have removed the mercury from thermometers. Okay, we've we've gotten rid of that, but we're still using fluorescent lights. It just doesn't make sense. And that that comes back to the whole thing that we're discussing is look, just because something is labeled green or that it has a green element to it does not make it healthy. So what we really, the takeaway from this is let's look at what's healthy when you're purchasing a product, look at what you're putting on your skin. This all affects you, what you're bringing into your home. And you can really help improve your wellness by doing just simple things, common sense things, and, and really trying to know what it is you're putting in your environment, what's, what's in that that substance that you're using or, or, you know, whatever your light bulb or whatever you're putting on your, in your home. Uh, thank you for that. And I also wanted to ask you about going into carpet stores. I have noticed that they no longer have the strong smell. And I went in to purchase some tile. There are cement-based uh, flooring that look like wood, look like tile, and my guess was that they were probably pretty inert, but I don't know that that's true. The fact that I can't smell that strong carpet smell when I go into those stores, does that mean it's safer or is there something that I'm not picking up? Well, the, you're absolutely right. Carpets have removed, um, they've changed the formula now, so they're not using formaldehyde in carpet, carpeting, which is a good thing. The other thing with carpeting, um, if you're going to use carpet, try to stay to the lighter dyes. The darker mm. dyed carpets have more toxins in them. They're, you know, obviously, if you're going to dye something darker, it acquires more dye. Same thing with hair or anything. So the darker dyes tend to have more chemicals. So if you do choose carpet, choose a lighter color. Um, and then, yes, they are developing now this new tile, um, but you have to be cognizant about, again, these what we call engineered flooring. They do have more vinyl. They can have PVC in them. They can have things that, you know, are more toxic. So really do your research on, on what you're buying. And remember, the more engineered product you use, chances are it's going to have more glues, resins, and other byproduct in it to help, you know, help it along the way. Well, I, I put exquisite... Uh, natural tile in my laundry room. Beautiful. <laughs> After having uh, damage before to the floor. And I don't know if you know anything about the cement, uh, what they call hardy board, uh, instead of wood shingles or plastic vinyl shingles. Do right. So you the, the option now is you're going to cement board for houses. I'm still, my, my verdict is out on different things. I'm still pretty much a wood, brick, stone type of person mm -hmm. when it comes to building construction. Um, again, when you go to these engineered lumbers or engineered cement board or anything, these composites have a lot of more synthetic in them. And the thing with the hardy board more particularly that I would be concerned about is when it's being applied, right? So when you're cutting that board and that fine dust is going into the air, that's my concern with it. And as a homeowner, I wouldn't want somebody around that, you know, when it's being in installed. 
That's good advice. Uh, do you have uh, some a few words of wisdom before we have to sign off? This has been such an interesting discussion, Caroline, and I want to tell you how much I appreciate how much information you have shared. So some final words. Okay, so tips. One, get your house tested for something every year. So whether that's radon, water, mold, formaldehyde, one test a year, doesn't have, these aren't expensive things to do just to see where you are and to see how healthy your home is. Two, when you are using products, look at what you're using. And even if it's green, remember, green things produce volatile organics too. So just because something's green doesn't make it healthy. It doesn't give you the right to overuse it. So be vigilant. Uh, set a boundary for your products. Try not to use too much. Do everything in moderation. And then three, Vacuum your house, depending on how many people you have, one day a week for every person. So if you have four people in the house and you need to clean and vacuum, you're going to do it four times a week. If you've got two people in the house, two times a week. Stay on top of dander and other things that can promote inflammation. That's interesting. A day for uh, every uh, person person that's in the house. Um, And I thought we over-vacuumed. Evidently, we're not. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) And you mentioned cracking a window. Yes, and to improve your ventilation. Anytime you can bring fresh air in, as long as the air quality that you're bringing in from outside is good, um, then I'm all for it. And HEPA filtration as well, if you're over the age of 65, you can start using HEPA filtration. It'll actually help improve your cardiovascular function. So removing particulate in the air can be just as important as, you know, taking a pill or any type of medication that you may take, whether it's holistic or not. So using HEPA filtration can really help reduce the strain that's put on the body from pollution. So over age 65, use HEPA filters. And that's good to know. And I think having uh, a a policy where you have your filters, your heating, your air conditioning checked on a regular basis. Absolutely. Change it according to dirt. Don't change it according to a time frame because the timing and who's in the house will change how dirty that filter gets. So, you know, you want to get in the habit of looking at that filter and saying, it's only been a month, it's dirty, we need to change it. Don't wait three months and say, well, I've changed it three months ago because it's going to vary depending on holidays, how many people you have in the home, pets, etc. So, change it when it's dirty. Okay, well, thank you, and we appreciate you being here, Caroline Blazowski. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for joining us on The Essentials of Healthy Living. You can access this show or any of the previous shows through myvillagegreen.com. As our lives move forward in this new year, I'm reminded that every day is a new day, every minute a new minute, giving us many opportunities to make positive, health-enhancing choices. And please remember, it's not the number of breaths you take, it's the moments that take your breath away. This is Dana Lake and Village Green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside of the Beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists are here to advise you about creating your very own individualized healthy living plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, 5415 West Cedar Lane, or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com.